Now, uh, there's a handout, by the way, just to keep... Uh, there are two, two dozen entries in it, so I'll mention them from time to time as I go along, just uh, to give you an idea of where I'm at. Um, a reputed symposium of Irish scholars and their good Irish books, as they refer to them, which assembled about the year 1718 at the castle of Knocknini, the residence of Brian, son of Crohor Mother Maguire in South Fermanagh, could be considered an example of a kind of learned gathering of which there are other instances in the history of Irish learning. We could compare it with the Bardic schools, for example, that were a notable feature of Gaelic and Gaelicised Ireland in the later Middle Ages. These schools dealt with disciplines other than poetry, such as history and genealogy, law and medicine. They were associated with various hereditary learned families. Now, an especially notable uh, gathering from the later period was the great cooperative venture of Brother Michal O'Clary and his small band of assistants, popularly known as the Four Masters, who worked together on various projects in the 1630s, and they're very um, relevant to what I'll be speaking about, so I'll be mentioning them from time to time. Before I say a little more on that particular project, I should explain, for those of you who may not be familiar with that part of the country, that Knocknini is a rather distinctive hill named from a holy man called Nini, said to have lived in the 6th or 7th century. And the hill Crookninny lies just north of the village of Derry Lynn in South Fermanagh, a place that was in the news, unfortunately, not too long ago. It's located about midway between the towns of Beltorbert, County Cavan and Inniskillen, and just a few miles north of the border, hard or soft. Uh, now, to return to Brother Michal and the project I mentioned a moment ago, in, the late 16th, in late 1630, he and three helpers, Farfasa Omwil Conere, Cochagrio Clere and Cochagrio Diganon, met at the Franciscan House at Killinure, County Westmead, and compiled a double work entitled The History of the Kings of Ireland and Genealogies of the Irish Saints, or Shanachus Ri Aaron Agus Ginnelly and Neve. A year later, between October and December 1631, Brother Michal and the same three assistants were joined by a local Fermanagh scholar, Gilaporic Olinian, in the Franciscan house at Liskool, just south of Inniskillen. There, under the patronage of Brian Rua Maguire, Baron of Inniskillen, who would die two years later, they compiled a revised version of the famous medieval text, Lyar Gowala, or the Book of Conquest, or often called the Book of Invasions. Then a year and a half after January six, uh, after uh, uh, for a year and a half after January 1632, the team of four again, Brother Michal, Farfa, the Farfasa Omil Conera, and the two Cochagres O'Clary and O'Diganon, helped by Conera O'Clary and Murish O'Mil Conera, laboured on the banks of the River Drowse on the Donegal Leitrim border. On the first half, that is down to the year 1207 of the Annals of the Kingdom of Ireland now better known as the Annals of the Four Masters. After a break of about two years during which Brother Michal collected and transcribed a great body of further materials, work resumed in August 1635 on the Annals covering the period from 1208 to 1616. The ta task was completed about mid-1636, and the following year Brother Michal returned to Louvain in present-day Belgium from where he had come to Ireland in 1626 and he died there six years later in 1643. Now, in 1638, that is the year after O'Clary returned to the continent, 
uh, and a couple of years after the masters had left the river Drowse, there was another smaller scholarly gathering, this time in northeast Fermanagh. Here, another Brian Maguire, uh, a man who died in 1656, son of Cochonacht, brought together two noted scribes, Porik Bolloch O'Linian and Brian Ogo Kienoin, at a place called Tully Wheel, two miles west of Five Mile Town in County Tyrone, which is inside the Fermanagh border. Their task was to copy the three texts penned by the four masters in 1630 and 31 that I've already mentioned, the succession of kings, the genealogies of Irish saints, and the Book of Conquest. The original copies of the works that were produced there in 1638 don't survive, but we do have transcripts preserved in the manuscript that we now know as the Book of Knocknini, which is on display outside uh, in the library just to, on your right as you're going out. Uh, that manuscript of nearly 830 page, or 820 pages was penned in the year 1718, 80 years after the two scribes had done their work in Tully Wheel. Although bound as a single volume, now preserved, as I mentioned here in the, in the Academy, it purports to be in two books. Book one of 288 pages is attributed to Unturlach O'Dolan, uh, while book two with 530 pages is by a noted Fermanagh scribe, Seamus Maguire, or James Maguire. And here, this is number seven in your handout, here I'll briefly outline the life and work of that Seamus Maguire, who was known as Seamus Bacach, James the Lame. He seems to have hailed from an area called Slivdachon in Irish, or in English has the name The Dogs which are actually the names of uh, two townlands, Dog Big and Dog Little. They lie midway between Derrigonley and Garrison in southwest Fermanagh. Regrettably, we have no idea where he received his education, particularly his training as a scribe. With a surname like Maguire, he wasn't one of the hereditary learned families. Instead, he was one of the, the ruling family uh, of uh, Fermanagh. Almost all we know of him is what little can be gleaned from occasional brief notes in his various manuscripts. Eight of Seamus Maguire's uh, manuscripts are signed and dated. Seven belong to the period 1712 to 1729. The date of the eighth is 1746, but it's rather problematical. I won't have time to go into it here, but I, I'm a bit dubious about whether it's uh, uh, referring uh, is a contemporary reference. Six other manuscripts are ascribed to Seamus on the basis of the handwriting. His handwriting is pretty distinct, distinctive. And a further six contain material copied from manuscripts of his. That's a total of 20 manuscripts in all, deriving directly or indirectly from this one individual. Some of them are very substantial. In the 14 manuscripts from his hand that survive, in other words, leaving out the ones that are copies of works of his, uh, the total number of pages is about 3,200. Now, I'll outline very briefly the contents of the 20 manuscripts uh, I have mentioned. Uh, again, uh, the brief list of them is given as number, under number eight in the handout. Um, more than two-thirds of those are preserved here in the Academy Library. First, the eight that are signed and dated, and then the six unsigned, and finally the six copied from works of Seamus's. The first... Uh, uh, one uh, manuscript dating from 1712 has lives of Saints Bridget and Patrick, plus a long poem of 90 quatrains by the famous Fermanagh Franciscan poet and theologian Gilabrija, or Father Bonaventura Ohosa, who died on the continent in 1614. There's also a couple of shorter pieces in it, and as I said, the whole thing was written for Captain Brian Maguire, 
Uh, another brain. This is one of the problems with this story. There are three individuals named Brian McGuire. Uh, I don't know if they ever. I don't think they ever met one another. But you know. Uh, anyway, uh, so one of them, the, the most important in the end, is Captain Brian McGuire. We give him his title for it'll make it simpler. Now the second work is a copy of Dualtach Macirvish's great 17th century book of genealogies. This was penned in the year 1715 and 16 in the townland of Stranamart. It lies about midway between Black Lion and Dowra in northwest Cavan, if you know that corner of Cavan, up near uh, Nevin Maguire's uh, restaurant and um, on the shores of Loch McNane in Black Lion. Um, the third item is the Book of Nochnini, which I'll come back to presently. Fourth is the Catechism, uh, a full copy of the Catechism of Bonaventura O'Hosa, and a long poem of his. An Irish, uh, also an Irish translation of a 13th century German life of the Virgin Mary, a Latin life of St. Francis, and a medieval life of St. George, as well as lives of two other Irish saints, Gralon and Mueog. All of these were written by Seamus Maguire at a place called Dubali. It's in Upper in Glengavlin in northwest Cavan in the year 1721. Fifth comes an abridged version of Makirvish's book of genealogies. As I say, he did the full copy, which is on display out there in the in the bookcase, and uh, then he did a, an abbreviated version, uh, which, um, well, it's useful enough, but uh, of, uh, of very little interest, really, since the original survives. Then there's the poem book of the O'Donnells of Larkfield, the great donor um, Larkfield in County Leitrim. It has over 100 poems by more than 50 uh, different authors or poets. This was written in 1727. Then we have a brief Irish grammar and complete, incomplete copies of the Catechism of Sean O'Dulliach. Uh, this is a work that was printed in Louvain in 1663. And the Catechism we've heard already of Bonaventura Ohosa, also a short poem by Bonaventura and a couple of other poems, all of these written by Seamus Maguire in Sligo town for a certain Teddy Boylan or Tig O'Boylan of whom we know nothing else. This was done in 1729. Then the last of the items is a 16 poems from the early, 16th, early 17th century Contention of the Poets or Umarwan Villu. A cop, as well as a copy of Michal O'Cleary's 1631 version of the Book of Conquests or the Lower Gowala, a text, uh, also a text called The Teaching of King Solomon and, and a collection of Maguire pedigrees and two long topographical poems. All of these were uh, written by Seamus Maguire and as I say, the only date in the manuscript is 1746, but personally I don't think that's the date it was written at. Then there are six unsigned manuscripts, but as I say, clearly by Maguire. And the contents of them are as follows. The first one, a life of Christ and a life of Mary. Secondly, an incomplete copy of the medieval uh, text, the Battle of Moilena, Cop Moilena. Then two topographical poems, which will crop up again in, uh, later, I'll refer to them again. Then Ten and in the fourth manuscript, ten poems from the contention of the bards or the Imerwan Villa, uh, and a prose tale, Actra Victimi Horde, rather famous work. Um, next comes a devotional work said to be much damaged by fire and discoloration, defective at the beginning and end, and from what I understand it's a lot of it is quite illegible. And finally, a long poem by Bonaventura Ohosa 
he was uh, certainly uh, celebrating this local uh, scholar from Fermanagh. Finally, there are the six copies of manuscripts that Seamus penned, uh, beginning with the first one is the reign of the king, the reigns of the kings of Ireland, uh, uh, from MacVivish's book of genealogies. A, a kind of a, a catalogue of all the kings of Ireland from Partholone right back at the very beginning of uh, uh, human habitation in Ireland, allegedly, right down to Rory O'Crohor, the last high king who died uh, in Kong in 1198. And this was penned by a certain Turlach Maguire, of whom we know nothing, but he, he crops up uh, having made copies of several of these manuscripts. This one was done in 1788, then you have the genealogies of the Maguires, which are said to have been compiled by Seamus Maguire. Uh, uh, they occur in that uh, manuscript of seven, that's given the date 1746. This copy was transcribed by Sean O'Cleary, uh, supposedly a descendant of one of the four masters, who was from Drung in County Cavan, and, but the copy was made here in Dublin in 1838. Part, then the next item is a part of the O'Donnell poem book or donor that I mentioned earlier. That was penned in 1806. Then you have the reigns of the kings of Ireland. Again, the, the work I mentioned taken from the book of genealogies. And this was again made, uh, a second copy made by Thorloch Maguire in 1789. So uh, again, we don't know very much about the circumstances of that. Or, as I say, we don't know much about Thorloch Maguire other than his name. The next item is uh, a copy made by Michal Macawarge of Rossinver County Leitrim, up in North Leitrim, in the year 1825 of Seamus Maguire's fourth manuscript that he, he penned, the one that he, um, I think I, I listed it there earlier, the, uh, it has the Catechism of bon Bonaventura, a long poem, and so on, life, the German life of the Virgin Mary, and lives of St. Francis, St. George, and so on. And... And then there is the, reign, the, the Reigns of the Kings of Ireland, uh, another copy, yet another copy, uh, plus genealogical material and two uh, long poems taken from McGrivish's Book of Genealogies, again penned by the rather indefatigable Thurloch Maguire. He, this was uh, written, he tells us, at near Florence Court in southwest Fermanagh in the year 1798 for one Dr. Gowan, who is described as physician to the king's soldiers based in Enniskillen in that very fateful year of 1798. Now, as mentioned earlier, the manuscript now being called the Book of Knocknini is divided into books one and two, with 288 and 530 pages respectively. Uh, that makes a total, I think, if my sums are correct, of 18, 818 pages in all. Book one is stated to have been written by one Thurloch O'Dolan, whose name I mentioned already, while book two was, as we've seen, penned by Seamus McGuire. The Royal Irish Academy's Catalogue of Irish Manuscripts remarks that the writing in these two books is so similar that one is tempted to suppose that book one to be not O'Dolan's original work, but a transcript of it made by McGuire. And I have to say, I formerly accepted this opinion rather too readily, but on recently re-examining the two texts, I'm now convinced that the books are almost certainly by two quite different hands. I kind of, I'm rather amazed at myself that I fell into that trap, but it shows you that sometimes you don't believe everything you read, even in the Royal Irish Academy's catalogue of manuscripts. Um, very fine work, I don't know how we do without it, but it's, it's not entirely free of error. I suppose nothing really is. 
Book one, anyway, which twice bears the date 1718, has a fascinating prose preface that has been described as perhaps the most moving and inspiring panegyric in Gaelic writing. Uh, it's... Um, uh, it was edited first for the first the first time by Father Paul Walsh, uh, and it's published in his famous book uh, Irish Men of Learning. Um, it's also to be found in this fine book, the Books of Knocknini, that was launched uh, uh, some months ago. Uh, this work sheds valuable light on the circumstances around the writing of the Book of Knocknini. It refers to the three significant texts, which, as I mentioned earlier, were compiled by the four masters in the early 1630s, and it pays tribute to the patronage of those two successive Fermanagh chieftains, both, as I said, rather confusingly named Brian Maguire. Brian, or Brian, who died in 1655, son of Cochonacht of Tully Wheel, and Captain Brian, or Captain Brian, son of Crohor Motherha of Knocknini. The preface opens with the statement, this is the conquest of Ireland in abridged form, compiled by Brother Michal O'Cleary. And he goes on then to tell us how Brother Michal, in the year 1626-30, spent four years travelling around Ireland, collecting, he says, and compiling the succession of kings and the hagiography of the Irish saints. The preface refers again to the Book of Conquest of the Leor Gawala and to a series of pedigrees that Brian Maguire, uh, son of, uh, of Sir Cochonacht Og, uh, had caused to be drawn up for himself at Tully Wheel in 1638. At this point, it's mentioned that Brian had gathered at Tully Wheel, it's, uh, quote, the books of O'Clady, O'Deganine, and O'Mwil Connery. And having summoned, and I guess of mine is that, that by that he means perhaps a copy of the Annals of the Four Masters, because uh, the works of those three uh, people or uh, families uh, feature in that work. And having summoned his olive, Porik Balaholinian, and a local scholar named Brian Ogo Kianine, he, he caused this book, that's the original of the Book of Knocknini, or at least of book one of that work, to be written for him with great accuracy and keen pers per perspicacity. Brian uh, Maguire's methodology in having the forerunner of the Book of Knocknini thus copied at Tully Wheel in 1638 is very similar to the one employed by the later Brian, uh, son of Crohor Motherha at Knocknini in 1718. We are then told that the manuscript written at, 60, in, at Tully Wheel in 1638 by Porik Balach and Brian Og O'Keanine was preserved by one Phelan Maguire in Inishmore. That's a large island at the northern end of Upper Loch Erne, a short distance by water north of Knocknini. After nearly 80 years, however, this had become decayed and weakened to such an extent that Brian of Knocknini deemed it necessary to have it restored in 1718, and by, what, by restored he meant copied. Brian Maguire of Knocknini, son of Crohor Motherha, of whom I've been speaking, uh, he's central to our story. He was a veteran of the Williamite War of 1689-91. He was known as Captain Brian, and as I say, the military title helps to distinguish him from the two others of the name I've mentioned. Uh, Brian Rua, who was patron to the Four Masters in 1631, and Brian of Tully Wheel, who had the 1638 volume compiled. Um, I'd love to have had time to go on uh, go into the story of Captain Brian. He's a fascinating individual in his own right. Um, as I've mentioned, that volume of 1638, which is now lost, was copied in 1718 to give us at least part of the Book of Knocknini. Captain Brian prepared the ground for renovating it by 
quote, assembling and collecting the principal basic books of clear Gaelic knowledge together with theological books, as many of them as were translated into Irish in Ireland. The preface, which I've already mentioned, noted, uh, notes the political context of the book's compilation in 1716. I give it there in, in number 14 on the handout. It says, when, when this poor nation, or as many as survived the war between King James and King William, was in sorrow and oppression, plundered and utterly ruined, persecuted and enslaved. And it was the, the early years of the penal laws. This then was the background to Captain Brian's decision sometime after 1710 to, quote, send out a proclamation throughout the surrounding territories to every Irish scholar, asking as many of them as were able to gather and collect good Irish books, high and low, and bring them to him, and, himself, and he himself furnished them with ink and paper and every other facility that he might, that he might have all those authors' works rendered anew for himself. That the account continues, uh, thus the account continues, there were gathered by them to Knocknini from every direction the chief books of conquest, the Yaragwala, and good knowledge of the kingdom. The author boasts of the perfection and reliability of the books of Knocknini, which he says were based on such trustworthy sources as the book of Yakon Vic Irvishi, uh, the we're not sure, I don't think that's the, the, the great book of Lekin, but another work from Lekin. Uh, the books, uh, books of O'Clady and O'Deganon and O'Mill Connery, the Psalter of Cashel, the books of Clonmacnoise, the poem of O'Doagoyne and Dr. Keating, Shatron Keating. Note, by the way, that the correct reference in all of these is to the books rather than to the book of Knocknini. It says, Lyaur Cricknini. The author of the preface isn't identified, but I think it may well have been the somewhat mysterious Turlach O'Dolan, whom I have mentioned already. The work, it has to be said, sheds fascinating, fascinating light on the literary history of 17th and 18th century Fermanagh. Now, moving on to the, the rest of what's in the book. The second item in the Book of Knocklinis contents is the abridged version of the conquest of Ireland of the Gawala, beginning with creation, it moves on to the series of legendary conquests of the country by Cassar, Partalone, Nevi, Firwallag, Tuhajadanan, and the sons of Mila Spáinne, and covers them all in just 16 pages, which is an amazing feat in itself. More than half the remaining pages in Book 1 are occupied by 18 poems, or rather I should say 17 poems, because one of them occurs twice, uh, two slightly different versions. Most are poems on historical topics and several are quite long. One runs to 154 quatrains, which is over 600 lines, and 14 have between 33 and 88 quatrains each. Many are quite well known, uh, at least to people working in, the, in that field. Uh, for example, there's one called Virginal Ireland, Island of the Saints, Ada O. Inishnanave. A poem of 75 quatrains by Gilla Mogoda o Kassige, the famous 12th century poet of Devonish and Loch Erden, uh, who, who composed the metrical Bon Hanachas, or Lore of Famous Women, uh, say in, in the <coughs> middle or to late uh, 12th century. Another poem, Heavy the Calamity on the Seed of Colla, uh, Trum Tubusha Erhil Gola, refers to the Mid Ulster people known as the Ergila. Um, and it appears uniquely in the Book of Knocknini. And what's interesting, it's by a Fermanagh poet, Eamon O'Cassiger, 
who may well have been st still living at the time the book of, no of Nocnini's compilation. He was living certainly at the beginning of the 18th century in Fermanagh, and he may well have been around still uh, when, when it was copied into this manuscript. As well as the poems, book one contains 160 pages of prose. 24 of those pages are occupied by two texts I have mentioned, the preface and the summary of the Book of Conquest of the Dauragawala. Then, after 36 pages shared between half a dozen fairly minor pieces, come two more substantial texts, which I've already mentioned, the reigns of the kings of Ireland and the, the history of the Irish saints. These, as you may remember, were the works compiled by the four masters in Westmead at Killineur in 1630 and transcribed for Brian Maguire at Tully, Tully Wheel in 1638 by Páric Balaholinian and Brian Og O'Kinoin. Book two, which is almost twice as long as book one, having, as I say, 530 pages, begins with a collection of 18 poems that cover 102 pages. The poems belong to the early 17th century contention of the poets, or Umarwa Nivillu. Of the 13 other poems in book two, the longest is an abridged version of 688 lines of the topographical poem Chilam Chimpul Nafola, uh, let us travel around Ireland, by the 14th century Galway poet Sean Moro Duogain, who died in the year 1372. Uh, there are also three poems of medium length, the third of which occurs only in the Book of Knockninny and in a manuscript in Trinity College. In our manuscript, it may be noted that it is attributed to none other than Thurlach O'Dolan, who, you may recall, was the compiler and scribe of Book One of the Book of Nocnini. So as well as being a scribe, he was also a poet. Um, but other than we know nothing else about or not much else about him. It's worth noting that Book 2 of the Book of Nocnini devotes nearly two and a half times as many pages to prose material as to poetry, 380 pages as compared to 159. The prose comprises a dozen separate texts, uh, the most significant of which are late uh, are the a late Middle Irish tale I've already mentioned, the Battle of Maliana or Cough Mugliana, and Michal O'Cleary's version of the Con Book of Conquest, or Lorgawala. The latter, running to 204 pages, is no doubt the text transcribed for Brian Maguire, son of Cochonacht, at Tully Wheel in 1638. And it, in turn, was obviously a copy of the text compiled under the direction of Brother Michal at the school in 1631. So you can see the same names keep cropping up again and again. The Book of Conquest is followed by a much shorter work, The Teaching of King Solomon, and then by a collection of Maguire genealogies that richly merits detailed comparison with the Maguire section of that intriguing early 18th century text, The Genealogies of Fermanagh, Ginnelly Armanach, which was uh, edited uh, by uh, Cormac O'Kyle nearly 90 years ago. But uh, to my mind, is an unjustly neglected work. The next prose passage after, I, I should say, I am also have a particular interest in it because my my maternal grandmother was a Maguire, albeit from Mayo, but I presume her ancestors came from Fermanagh as well. Um, the next prose passage after this, placed between the two poems of Oduogain I have mentioned earlier, is a unique prose version of the first of these poems. This is obviously a text a text we know was prepared at Tully Wheel in 1638 by Gilliparic Olinian. So in other words, it takes he takes the uh, uh, material in Oduogain's great poem, Trilum Chimplanafola, and reduces it into a, a prose precy. Uh, 
Um, towards, and it's published in, if you're interested in uh, James Carney's edition uh, from 1942 of uh, the two topographical poems, he puts that in, in in the appendix. Towards the end of the work is a series of obits of people who died between 1567 and 1625, together with two brief poems, an index to book two, and then some cancelled notes on the children of Captain Brian Maguire. Why the, this latter information was scribbled or crossed out, it's hard to know. Then after a poem attributed to uh, the uh, poem, another poem attributed to Torlach O'Dolan, there's a defective copy of what is termed a summary of Christian doctrine. This is what the uh, Academy catalogue calls it. It's apparently derived from the Catechism of Bonaventura Hosa, but it's quite uh, quite different in some places. Uh, that was the work printed at Antwerp in 1611. It was the first Catholic book ever uh, in Irish ever put into print and it was reprinted at Louvain in 1614 or 15. Book two then ends with three other uh, minor religious texts in Irish. So now, uh, keeping an eye on the clock, uh, having outlined the contents of the so-called Book of Knocknini, parts one and two, as penned respectively by Thorlach O'Dolan and Seamus Bach of Maguire, and the apparent circumstances of its compilation, I'll conclude with a critical look at some aspects of the manuscript. I said... You may have noticed so-called because uh, Book of Knocknini, because the correct name, clearly based on a phrase in the preface, is the Books of Knocknini, referring to the chief books, plural, of conquest and good knowledge of the kingdom that were reputedly gathered at Knocknini around 1718 at the behest of Captain Brian Maguire. But even if the title Book of Knocknini is based, as I maintain it is, on the misinterpretation of a single word in the foregoing phrase, I concede it's quite a neat name. And I can think of no good reason why it should not be adopted, just as long as it's not suggested uh, to be derived from that statement in the preface. So it's better anyway than C61, uh, which is its academy uh, shelf number. The um, preface's opening paragraphs, uh, as I told, mentioned already, recount this scholarly activity at Tully Wheel in 1638 that led to the compilation on the orders of Brian Maguire, son of Coconut, of the book of greatest repute for truth and new, true knowledge in the province. And as I've already mentioned, that book, which we may call the Book of Tully Wheel, no longer exists, but it was almost certainly the exemplar of at least part of the Book of Knocknini, the latter having grown out of Captain Brian Maguire's decision to have the older book restored. As I noted earlier, Captain Brian's approach, to Nocnini, eh, approach in Knocknini bears a strong resemblance to that adopted by his namesake, uh, namesake Brian Maguire of Tully Wheel 80 years earlier. But whereas the earlier project just involved two scribes and the production of one manuscript, the early 18th century enterprise led to Knocknini being dubbed the noblest fountain and abode of good knowledge that was deemed to have been in Ireland for a very long time. If taken literally, the account in the preface would suggest that a large collection of valuable manuscripts was indeed assembled at Knocknini around 1718, and that presumably quite a few scribes came there too, and were all suitably equipped by Captain Brian with the implements needed to compile uh, the manuscript, paper, pens, ink, and so on. Uh, but what precise manuscripts issued from this gathering of scholars and their books? The only one said specifically to have been written in the vicinity of Knocknini in 1718 seems to be what is now termed RIA C61, 
the Book of Nochnini, penned by Seamus McGuire and the rather enigmatic Torloch O'Dolon. It is if, as suggested, the Book of Nochnini is largely a transcription of the now lost manuscripts written at Tully Wheel in 1638, what we may ask was the purpose of bringing together at Nochnini, 80 years later, a collection of distinguished Irish manuscripts. These manuscripts apparently included such works as Dualtoch MacIvrish's Great Book of Genealogies, or rather the transcript of it that Seamus McGuire had made a couple of years earlier, the Annals of the Four Masters, or a copy of them, uh, whichever copy it was, and what purported to be the Psalter of Cashel, a work that almost certainly no longer existed in the early 18th century, but perhaps there was a manuscript uh, purporting to have uh, extracts from it. A possible reason for assembling such a collection of books might be that, contrary to what the preface suggests, the contents of the Book of Nochnini were to be considerably more extensive than those in the Book of Tully Wheel. The items specified as being included in that in the latter book, namely the succession of kings, hagiography of Irish saints, and the Book of Conquest, and the collection of Maguire genealogies, occupy just under 320 pages of the Book of Nochnini, that is, about two-fifths of the whole. It must be assumed, therefore, that the other manuscripts brought to Nochnini were used to source almost 50 poems, five of them works of between 154 and 269 quatrains each, as well as prose texts such as the Battle of Mylena, the teaching of King Solomon, and so on. Attention was long ago drawn to six composite manuscripts written between 17 and 12 and 21, the work of two scribes associated with Brian Maguire, we know that the first of the two scribes, Seamus Maguire, indeed did pen three manuscripts specifically for Brian in 1712, 1715, 16, and 1718, respectively, and possibly a fourth in 1720-21. The second scribe was named John McGowan, uh, Sean McGowan, or McGovern, who wrote a manuscript in nine sections, totaling more than 500 pages for Brian McGuire between 1715 and 1720. This is now in Trinity College, um, uh, Irish manuscript 1297. The first of the nine tracts in that latter manuscript is a celebrated text, McGuire Armanach, Maguire of Fermanagh, a legendary history of the Maguires, which was edited a century ago by Father Parico Dinian, Far Anuclora, and on which a present-day Fermanagh scholar, Professor Ciarán MacMurrochy, is the recognised authority. In 1721, that same scribe, Sean McGowan, penned a manuscript now in the Vatican Library in Rome, which contains a copy of the Fíniach tale, Tóriach Tashatívgile, it is conceivable that at least some of the anonymous undated manuscripts written by Seamus Maguire are some of those copied from manuscripts of his, notably three from the lost manuscript written at Dubali, County Cavan in 1713, were also penned for Captain Brian Maguire. In all, then, there seem to have been at least three scribes, Seamus McGuire, Turlough O'Dolan, and Sean McGowan, who penned about half a dozen or so manuscripts for Captain Brian between 1712 and 21. While our information on the first, and by far the most prolific of those three, Seamus McGuire, is far from substantial, what we know of the others is far less. Uh, Professor Raymond Gillespie and Dr. Bernadette Cunningham, however, have recently discovered that Turla Hodolan, as well as being a writer of material in Irish, was also the author of an English language work, um, A Fascinating History of Fermanagh, 
which was previously attributed wrongly due to a simple misreading to one John O'Dolan. It was published in uh, the Clotter Record uh, in serial form back in the 1950, uh, late 50s uh, by the late uh, uh, former Bishop of, of uh, Clotter, um, Parico Mulligan, Paddy Mulligan. Now, the Knocknini project envisaged by Brian Maguire may conceivably have stretched, therefore, over a number of years rather than being confined to 1718 and arguably resulted in the production of some or even several manuscripts other than the Book of Knocknini. Also, uh, the preface's account of what went on at Knocknini around 1718 is probably not to be taken altogether literally. After all, it contains a good deal of hyperbole as the author eulogizes his patron, Captain Brian Maguire, with the kind of exaggeration that one often finds in the extravagant panegyrics addressed to actual or would-be uh, generous patrons. What Captain Brian Maguire probably had in mind then in the second decades of the 18th century was to bring together at Knocknini the remnants of the Gaelic learned class, at least in the general locality, and to try to salvage a selection of the, library, of the literary material they possessed or to which they had access. Whether or to what extent this intention was fulfilled, the eloquent panegyric a uh, panegyrist who penned the preface was obviously determined not to let the side down and therefore wrote the wonderfully extravagant eulogy to his patron which has caught the imagination of various scholars over the past 80 years or so. It's tempting to think that if the portrayal of the festival of learning thought to have taken place or suggested to have taken place at Knocknini in 1718 and involving a great gathering of important manuscripts and the transcription from them of various texts, both prose and poetry, was not entirely true. Well, it should have been. And the resulting books of Knocknini are productions of which the inhabitants of Knocknini and its hinterland on both sides of the cavern from Anna Border and people further afield can be justly proud. Gurumil Mahagi. Thank you.